0: What's up, beautiful people, and welcome to Fearfully Fit podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I have two very special guests. I have my big brother, Timothy, hey. and the beautiful Candida. Hey. <laughs> She's nervous. Okay, so I decided that I'm going to start off my episodes with, um, with a weight loss tip. I think that would be really beneficial. Next week, I won't have one because it's already pre-recorded, but I'm going to start it off this week. So a Rona weight loss tip is it's very important that you get into a routine because all of our routines are out of whack right now. We're waking up whenever we want to wake up. Well, I technically can't because I have to clock in at a certain time, but I could still do all my work from bed. So it's really important that you set a time to wake up, set your alarm clock. Even if you're not leaving the house, make sure you're taking a shower, brushing your teeth, getting dressed, just going through the phases. And it helps with not overeating because you feel more productive when you're being more active. So set uh, like how you would usually eat lunch if you were at work, set aside a time to eat lunch, set aside a time to eat breakfast and dinner. And just really set a routine to your day, and it's gonna become a little bit more structured. So you won't feel like all day long you can just eat because you're working from 9 to 12, and then you know at 12, okay, okay, let me clock out and I can eat lunch, and then you go back to work. um, And don't, oh, you know what? I'll save that tip for next time. But okay, so that's tip number one make sure you have a routine. Okay, so I'm gonna start it off. Um, before we get into the episode with a, would you rather question to get the guests a little bit more comfortable. So would you rather during this quarantine only be able to eat cake or only be able to eat ice cream?
1: Oh, I don't like cake or ice cream. Ew, really? Why? You just ill <laughs> me. It's because it's so
0: good.
1: Um, well, I don't really eat any dairy products. I'm still
0: wow. on cheese. god help me um and cake i don't know i just don't like uh, i don't know Dad, what was you is it one specific cake no it's any type of cake any type of ice cream ice cream why i'm
2: gonna say ice cream um i don't know because i feel like you can i don't know i like ice
0: cream better than i like cake I would choose ice cream, too, because I feel like cake is just so... It's heavy. Yeah, it's heavy.
1: Okay, I could do vegan ice cream.
0: You can do vegan ice cream.
1: But it stays in the freezer for a long time, and then it gets freezer-burned. Oh. So either way, I waste it.
0: Have you had um, Van Leeuwen's? Mm-mm. Oh, so good. You live in Brooklyn, you haven't had Van Leeuwen's? Look it up. It's really good. They have, like, the best vegan ice cream. Mm. Okay. So now let's get started into the episode we are going to it was a request to do a topic on the different stages of a relationship uh mainly with millennials and how we date nowadays as far as um like the talking stage and then you know how long should the talking stage be before you start dating if you guys hear noise in the background it's my it's my baby Mia my cat so please excuse her but so we're going to start off the episode with that. So what are your opinions on the the way that millennials date as far as the talking stage? And then what's the difference between a talking stage and then when you're actually dating someone? And then do you ask the person like, hey, you're going to be my girlfriend or you're going to be my <laughs> boyfriend? Or do you just smooth into it and it should be expected? okay. We've been talking for this amount of time, so now we're dating.
1: You had to ask me. What? Ask. Are you gonna oh, you have girlfriend? to ask you? Sure.
0: <laughs> I agree. I told Carl, um, who's my boyfriend, I said that he had to physically ask me. I said, don't assume that we're dating. And it was so cute. He left me a, a voice note a to voice ask note. me. It was so cute. But what do you think, Timothy? Which part are you asking me? What as far as the talking stage and then the dating stage, do you feel like it needs to be said that okay, we're boyfriend girlfriend now, or you think it's just better to just smoothly go into it? Um,
2: I think both. I think oh, he is jumping. Um, I think that uh, you should. I think naturally it happens when you start to become, uh, you know, secluded to one person and you feel like, okay, this is the only person I'm talking to, dating, getting to know. And then I think, yes, you should still be formal and ask, hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? Or can you be my girlfriend? Well, how
0: long is too long to be talking? I actually hate the talking stage because I feel like during that talking stage... Men tend to drag it. And it's like, how long do you talk before it's like, okay, now we're together? Well, I
2: can't say, I won't say it's men. I would say it's a a mentality or, I can't even call it an age difference because some older people have adopted some really stupid habits. I think it's a maturity thing. I think if you're, if you walk into a situation saying that you want to get to know a person without restriction, without... You know, doubt without fear, without any hinting agendas, it shouldn't take long because when you really try to get to know a person with with intent, you know you're not trying to figure out if you really want to do this or not. You know what you do is you take yourself and you have focus with a person and you say, "Well, my intent on talking to you is to get to know you It's the same concept that I think is stupid when you meet a person is like, oh, yeah, I think you're attractive and whatnot and woo-woo, then I want to just, let me get your Instagram. I'm not finna ask you for your Instagram.
0: I actually find that so, so unattractive. It's I hate retarded. when guys ask for like, like, oh, an Instagram connect. as a contact it's information. Guys, no,
2: it's not fair because some women say, like, you're an asshole, can I have your number? No, but I can give you my Instagram. It's because they're not really interested.
1: No but what does Instagram do?
2: Because people feel like in some cases your Instagram tells a lot about you, which is really stupid because your Instagram tells what you wanted to tell. I
1: so said they're checking you out first.
2: Right. So okay. it's like let me see what you got going on, if gotcha. you got a girl, if you got a man, if you work, oh she is doing She's something so different. Cute. Um so I think at that point, you know, it's better to be upfront. front if and then you also gotta know if you're available to date somebody.
0: Right. That's true.
2: Because if you're not really available to date a person, then the way you move about it is different.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: So I think that varies. But I think formally, yes, you should, excuse me, you should actually just ask, hey, you know, would you want to be my girlfriend?
0: I think uh, a lot of times where girls go wrong, like how we get caught up and hurt in that talking stage, is because we allow sex to come into it. And. You give, it, you give too much in that talking stage, and it appears as if it's a whole relationship. You know what I mean?
1: But you got to learn to separate the two. Right. Emotion is emotion, and sex is sex.
0: Once w- you, women can barely,
1: rarely. Once you rarely... merge the two, then you have a problem. Why is this
2: always about women <clears throat> giving up sex?
1: No, no, no. Why? I didn't say women, honey. No, no
2: Summer said women.
1: And genuine.
2: Summer I mean, said when women give up, Sex Because
0: it's, us, it's usually The girl who's it, Not all the time But it's usually the girl who's like Well what are we And we've been doing this for how long now How come we're not more serious And usually it's because like They've because given the too much thing. Before the man said I'm willing to be something okay, more Okay I
2: kind of agree but then I kind of don't Because I feel like I feel like women nowadays They don't take down that same mentality Women nowadays have, they can have a motive. Oh, I'm just going to deal with him, girl, because he's going to buy me food today.
0: Oh, that's nasty.
2: Real quick. Women will do that <laughs> It's in so a funny because oh. my
0: friend just said, yeah, I'm not going to say her name. But she just uh, said last night, she was like, yeah, I know it's not going to be much, but I'm just going to enjoy the food. Right. But she only said that because she likes him. He said that he doesn't want anything serious. So then she said, I'm just going to enjoy the food. But she
1: should, she should, um, not, <laughs> because she's going to end up getting attached. Yeah. And it's I going to end that. horribly for her. Yeah. And he's just going to be well. With
2: but him. now, see, in situations like that, he was upfront, front. So he's upfront front with it, like, hey, listen, I like you, you're cool, but I don't necessarily want something that's serious. Now, the question now is, when do you say, hey, listen. Let me step off this. Who, the girl? Either party because it can go either way. But in this particular case, when does she say, you know what? I like him. He thinks, you know, there's a connection or we're cool. But for whatever his personal reasons, because it's not always about playing the game. A person could have been hurt and not just ready to deal with another person on that level. So when do you differentiate it being you playing a game or hey I've been hurt I don't want to you know I can't really go there right now because now he's being honest and it's being taken as a g or game now she continues to want to deal with him and he's like okay cool you want to you still want to go out you still want to chill or whatever the case might be whose fault is that now did he play you is is it a game or did were you naive thinking that you could change him mm. cuz a lot of women do that mm-hmm. oh well yeah he's like that but you know if i just kind of stick around or if i kind of show him i could be different than these other women
0: mm. i agree with that up. that is really messed up i think i think that a lot of times the i'm just going to say girl because i'm the girl um we stay in the situation way too long knowing that we want more and we're not going to get more. But um, like you said, have it feeling like we can change them mm-hmm. or just like that what if factor. Like what if I just hang in there a little bit longer right. and then they'll finally want me like I want them.
2: But then there's also the case of people not looking for a total package but just needing a certain portion of a person. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, well, cool. I'm dealing with you. I know you don't want to be with me, but you're sweet to me. So I'll just deal with you because you're sweet to me because I never had a man who was sweet to me.
0: Yeah, no, And really they always care. end up falling.
2: Yeah, that does happen. You end up falling in general,
1: but a lot. But there's... To someone that's unavailable? That happens that's because... Who, that's crazy.
2: It's stupid, but people do it because they want to fill a void. And a lot of times that happens because people don't have... They don't have... They can't be happy within themselves.
1: So let me ask your question, as a woman, right? Me, a woman. Mm-hmm. If you tell me you're not available and I'm like, oh, but he's so nice, I'm still going to, like, pursue him. And then, eventually, you're going to find someone else. <laughs> and then I'm still left with a void, an even bigger void. So why would I put myself in that um, predicament to be hurt?
0: That That thinking, it sounds so rational, but it's... A lot of we just don't think like that. You know, like I've we really there. go into to it thinking like okay, or or we'll tr- we'll try to trick ourselves into thinking we won't be as hurt. Like oh I don't really care I'm just gonna I'm yeah. just doing this for fun I'm well, just doing this for okay, attention. so I can't wait. But oh yeah no names because no you names. know the entire world. <laughs> <and> <laughs> I don't know anyone's um, to to name.
2: But you know I know someone where they wanted to be a man's equal in the quote-unquote game, Mm -hmm. right? And the reality is, is that... I told them, I said, you know, women were never built to be heartless. Mm -hmm. It's not what a woman is built to be. Anything about a woman is always built to receive and cultivate and to grow. So you're not built to plant and move.
0: I asked someone once... I forgot who I asked, but I said is it because the only reason because it wasn't a sin to have more than one wife until the law said it was right? So do you think it's just not it's not, I don't know how to word it. Is it because like it's natural? is it like natural for a man
2: to be able to, to want
0: to- Yeah, to be able to move like that now, yeah. Did God create them for? Well, no, because then sin came into the picture. So is it? But it wasn't sin. God didn't say it was sin. It wasn't wrong until Mm -hmm. the law said. So if the law never says it's wrong, if you move somewhere where polygamy is not against the law, is it wrong then? Is it
2: wrong then? I mean, well, then if you speak, if if it's if it's being scripturally based, then no, no what. It's not to deal with multiple women if you're talking about being scripturally based according to what is right and wrong. Now, I personally feel like... I personally feel like it is too much to have that deep of an emotional attachment to more than one person. I honestly believe that you cannot be in love with more than one person. So, to me, that uncontrollable... Undeniable Unrestricted love I feel like you can only have a one person You can't have that with multiple people The reason why I say that Is Even back in those days where The king had many wives and many concubines The majority of the time There was always a queen There was always a queen Mm -hmm. There was wives Concubines There was only one queen There was never more than one queen So, and even going a step further back, when you look at Adam and Eve, right? God could have very well made six Eves. Why did he only make one? And then the significance of the one was God spent so much time with Adam, right? right? Years and years and years. And the way they calculated years was different than we. But you're talking about years that he spent. Adam was the only man to ever get to see God in his true he didn't see Jesus. He saw God. Mm-hmm. Right? Sat with God in the cool of the day. Every day. You spoke, Now, you see how deep we get attached to a person when you talk to a person on the phone every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine there's nothing else but you, God, and matter. Right? Mm-hmm. You get that close to him and God still looked at him after all those years and said, it's not good for man to be alone. How are you alone? You have the deity. You have... God himself, and God still looked at you and said, you're alone. And of all the things he could have made Adam, he could have made Adam anything. Of all the things he made him, what did he make him? One woman. So now the significance of what that one woman does for that one man. If you look at the beginning of our purpose, when it came to man and woman, there was one in one. It was not one in five. Was not one in ten.
0: So, do you think sin is the factor that came in to make men different?
2: Well, I guess going back on the statement, really looking at it, it could be greed.
0: Because I, like for instance, women, we were always going to be nurturers. Right. It's just now the after the sin, the pain came along with it. Right. But were men. Is that what changed of why men are able to move like that? Just can mess around. Not all men, obviously, but (laughs) (laughs) 97.8% of them are able to cheat and mess around and having whole different relationships and families. Is it the sin that brought that type of move in there that they can move so carelessly? And when you say
2: the sin, you're talking about... When they ate from the tree. Right. Right, when they acquired knowledge. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really don't know if that was the turning point for man because I really haven't dug into what was the marital status between Adam and Eve after sin came about. Because still at that point, it was still only Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I don't know if that was particularly particularly the case. Um, I feel over time greed has seeped, you know, seeped into the heart of man. So you know, men can be greedy. So it's like I have this, but I want that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Look at, you know, um, what's his name? Uh, what was it? It wasn't Samson. It was David. Mm-hmm. We looked at with Delilah
0: mm-hmm. right right
2: He looked upon her, you knew she belonged to somebody else you had you knew she belonged to somebody else. not only did she belong to somebody else, she belonged to somebody else that fought in the army that you were in charge of, and because of your greed, you sent him to die mm-hmm. so you can have her to cover up your greed. Mm-hmm. That's how extensive greed can get. So now it's like, yeah, she's fine. She got everything I want. But you know what? This one, her booty a little bigger. <laughs> or this one, she got this. So, you know, I can have this in this burrow and I can have this in this burrow.
0: And greed, greed <laughs> is a sin. So, we're, so is it the consensus that it's, this, it's sin brought into the picture of what made men be able to move that way?
2: I guess, you yeah, I guess you could say that. If if greed, yeah. Sin is what caused the corruption of the original order of what a family was supposed to be.
0: So how, I could be wrong then, but then so why didn't, is it, but does God show any type of anger towards, but he didn't, towards the men that had more than one per one woman? I think that was
2: societal as well. You know, like you said, there are some places even today where polygamy is still legal. You know, we still have to obey the laws of the land. So the law of the land was that that was what you could do. Now, I'm not, I haven't dug too deep into it, but the majority of times when you hear about wives and concubines, they're they're mainly talking about kings. You really don't see a common man being, like if you look at Mary and Joseph, Joseph was only married to Mary. He didn't have multiple wives. So I don't know if that was a thing that was, you know, granted amongst kings only or if it was something where all men could, you know, all men could partake in that. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So I I think that's, I think that's conditional. Um, And I think nowadays, because enough people don't do the history to know where it derives from. But I think now... um, there's so many different avenues as to why you would why you would like, why like more you would than one entertain more than one person but i, I think a large part of it nowadays is because for one people aren't honest with each other mm-hmm. so if you're with a partner and they don't do something that fulfills you instead of you talking to them mm-hmm. without tearing them down without degrading them, without making them feel less than, what you do is you tolerate it because they might do X, Y, and Z. Okay, right. you're preaching. Hey, listen. Okay, I've been through some life, huh? You hear me, Kitty? <laughs> <laughs> you hear me, Mia? I've been through it. She hear me because she breathing calm. <laughs> so, you know, people, men, I'll I speak saying men, choose to pull and pick from different areas because it's like you might not be doing that but you do this for me
0: right
2: so it's like I know somebody where their wife got a good job mm-hmm. good job right good wife solid but I look at her I look at the woman he's been with and I can look at his eyes and be like she don't do that for you the wife don't the wife don't do that for you she don't she don't have the look
0: Okay, so now that you bring up look, I'm gonna move into the second part. When you're seriously Um You said you're in the vein? I'm in the vein. That means he's on he's on point. So when when you when you're seriously dating and when you're married, and is there a difference of what I'm about to say, does your partner have a right to to dictate Like what you wear and can you, I'm trying to see how to word it, how you look. So your weight too. Mm. So I'll say for instance, I used to be obese, right? My current boyfriend didn't meet me when I was obese Mm. and he's not attracted to big women. Mm. And I knew that when we started dating. Mm -hmm. So now is it unfair of me? to now expect him to love me if I were to become obese oh, again. Deep.
2: Oh, that's deep. That's deep right there.
0: Because a lot of a lot of people say like, well, you need to love them no matter what. Yes, and, and I guess it changes when you're married cuz you take vows. Mhm. But is do you think it's the the part your partner's responsibility to be like to keep up a certain image for that for your partner?
1: Well, see for me, if I love you, I love you. Mm-hmm. Big, fat, skinny, sick, not sick, broke, money. I'm gonna love you regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, and once I love you, I'm just I mean, I, I'm gonna be attracted. Well, if you're breathing a little heavy and you can't keep it up, I'm like, honey, you know, you mm-hmm. you're gonna have to we gotta go for a run in the morning together. Okay? We both losing it. <laughs> Let's go take a job. Hmm. Okay. And, the and well, you think
0: um, do you think you should say that in dating and marriage too, like it's okay for your partner to like encourage them? Like in both. Yeah,
1: why not? Okay. I'm all for health, right? I'm not like the healthiest, but I, I I am into health. So I would want whoever I'm gonna be with to be healthy as well.
0: See, I even when I was bigger, I've never been attracted to big men. Like I can't. I don't. I don't. I just don't. I'm not attracted to big to big men. Even when I was big. When you say big, like, like fat. Okay. Not not bulky, stalky, stocky, but like literally fat men, okay. overweight.
1: Gotcha.
0: I've never been attracted. So, I don't. I can love you, uh-huh. but then.
2: See, I won't be now attracted is, is, to you, is, though. Does love, supersede, does love supersede attraction?
0: Then I think it's, it depends on how long you've been with them. Because if you got some years invested, yeah, I if you I don't like
2: can. a big man, that means that they weren't big when you met them. In order for you know, to right. even give them a shot. So now then, if you've been with them for a while and they become big, then it's like, oh, my love for you supersedes my attraction for you.
0: I th- I would still love them, but I would tell them they need to lose weight. Right. I don't know if I would word it to say that I'm I'm losing attraction only if it came to the point where they're not putting in any effort and I've tried very, you know, gentle. I've tried different ways to encourage them and they're still not losing the weight. Um then I think I would be honest enough to say, you know, I'm losing attraction because mm-hmm. Because of that, but I wouldn't leave them. Now, and now,
2: at that point, do you think that? Do you think it's fair for the person to then, say, "Listen, the person that loves me has been trying. They're saying they're losing attraction. I need to get up and do something."
0: Do I think what
2: the person should then try?
0: I think I think that when you're in a, a loving, respectful relationship. You can, I, when a person is coming to you with an issue, it's your. I think it's your response. To, and especially if they didn't meet you that way. Right. I think it's unfair of you to change so drastically and be like, still love me the same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, because that, you know that that's not how they, they met you and you know that that's not what they're attracted to. But now,
2: yeah. okay, so then that has to deal with weight. But mm-hmm. say you dial it back to something like hair. Is it wrong for when a man meets you, you're doing the whole curly natural thing, mm-hmm. and then you want to go and you want to get a little weave, and you come in the house and he's like, What's this mop on your head? Now, is he wrong to say, Take it off?
1: <laughs> you got to wait three months, okay? But, but then I, 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 I dragged it. <laughs> <me>. I'm on. <laughs> i on.
2: Because I know for me, like, you know, with mommy, you know Growing up She never wore weave Right Right She never wore weave She never wore makeup She never really got her nails done And You know With her I guess you could call it A natural beauty mm-hmm. um, Growing up You know That's what I thought Was beautiful okay. You know And then mommy You know Her her weight has fluctuated But I always thought Mommy was Extremely beautiful so, growing up, I was like, well, I don't like no girl that wear a whole bunch of makeup. I don't want her to wear a uh, weave like that. Like, I just want you to... Men love saying...
0: Not you, but... They love saying that, but that's never what their girl looks like.
2: Well, yeah, but that's true. But I, I think what it is, is that it's a, it's a good tall tale to say. But my thing was, as I got older and being an older man now, I realized that those things for some women make them feel like a woman. Women like to, you know, um, I guess for lack of a better words, play in makeup. They like to feel pretty sometimes. So they do that as part of the routine of being a woman.
1: Can I just say something? Yes. Okay, so natural hair is a lot to keep up. Okay? It is, I have learned that. And uh, if you play in it too much, it starts to break. So then that's why you get weaves, so you get braids, so you get wigs. See, I'm a wig person. These braids come out I'm wearing my little twist out Maybe a week Then I'm putting them away. I'm right there too Because it's a lot of upkeep You gotta wash it You gotta keep it moisturized You gotta twist it every
0: night It's too much
2: Well I will say this The difference was There's a whole way
0: But to go back to the question You originally said Are you saying that Is it okay for a guy to be like I don't like that stuff Even if the woman likes it
2: Right. If you're talking about on a weight perspective, if you're saying like, hey, you know, I don't like a big man.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Is it okay for him to be like, well, I don't like a woman that has a whole bunch of makeup and, and hair and weave?
0: Okay, so I'm going to use myself an example because that's what I know. Carl doesn't really like weave. Like, he hates the weave down the back. He hates when it looks like weave. He doesn't really care for braids. Um, He kind of likes dreads because it looks you know like that natural look but he just loves it natural which he knows I but he also knows I work out a lot and it's just unrealistic t- for me to wear my hair natural all the time because it would just sweat out constantly mm-hmm. but I do find myself being more conscious of the types of weave that I wear because I do want him to look at me and be like, you know, be attracted like what he sees right, right. so if he's not liking what he sees That, for me, that takes the enjoyment out of those hairstyles. Right. True. Right. I agree. So, I mean, all women aren't like that, but, because I love a weave down the back, but if I know when he's looking at me, he's like, oh, God, get that. Right. right." (laughs) I'm like, it it takes the excitement, the joy out of me wearing it. I don't even feel that cute anymore.
2: Because the reality is, is you look good for yourself, but the next person in line is, you want to look good for him. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, if you're like, oh, yeah, and then he's like, eh. Then it's like if everybody else thinks you cute but the one person you trying to get attention from
0: don't want to
2: give you the attention is like
0: but i also feel like if it's a deeper issue if you're if like your man is saying i don't like all that weave and i prefer you be natural but you know your girl for whatever reason um doesn't feel doesn't feel pretty in her natural state i do think then is the man part of the man's responsibility to be like all right when she come in here natural, I'm going to hype her up. Not in a joking, sarcastic way, no, but making sure you're complimenting her just a little bit more when you Absolutely. see her in natural. Or even offering to be like, you know, do you have the funds to go to the natural hair person to keep your mm-hmm. hair up? I'm going to help contribute towards that. That's what? a lot of money. Well, it I, is a lot. Of, okay. They're very expensive. They're a worth cut and
1: color? It's 130. A is 130 Okay, they're expensive. I'm bald.
2: <laughs> it's disgusting. But um, you know what? And that, and that's another part of it I don't feel like I don't feel like you can have That much say If you're not financially gonna help I'm sorry I just don't I can't tell you I hate the way you get your nails done And you paying $30 to get them done every two weeks
0: Yeah If
2: I want you to get them done another way I'll pay for it It's almost like Yeah you respect my opinion And And I think this kind of caught me off guard in life as well. Where people mistake where you are in life. The privileges that I get, the, the say-so that I get as a husband, you don't get as a fiancé. And the say-sos that you get as a fiancé, you don't get as a boyfriend. Well. I, it's because my thing is people, it goes back to what you were saying where you give too much.
0: But can you really give too much when you're a fiancé? Yes. Really?
2: Because I feel like you're still working towards the I do. You can still turn around and say, I don't want to do this. (laughs) And I've had a broken uh, failed engagement. So I know what it is to be at that space.
1: Hmm.
2: So (laughs) I know what it is. Hmm. Um, I know what it is to be at that phase, but not be the husband. You see what I'm saying? Like, there is, there should be a difference. And prime example, the biggest, easy, easiest example is, like, for you and Carl, for an example. Mm-hmm. Carl does not have access to your body until he says, I do. Right. As your fiance, y'all can have the date. You can be down to the week before, but you say, I don't want to do that until we say, I do. So, he still doesn't have access. Certain right. things even legal from a legal perspective you don't have access to until you say I do. There's a reason because there comes there comes extra going into a favor when you say I do. The Bible says a man that findeth a wife, not a fiance, not a girlfriend, obtaineth favor. So you don't get that 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 pocket of favor until you say I do. So, I think we have to be careful because dealing with the with the overall topic, I feel like you can have an opinion but i I don't feel like you have a say so
0: i have so you o- think this so okay, back to the hair when you're just dating when you're well i'll say courting just so you like a serious dating and then like fiance status, you think you can have an opinion on this is how you should wear your hair, but then once you're married. Then it can be a command,
2: and I don't. I don't feel like a command. I don't, because that almost seems like a dictatorship or chauvinistic, and I don't like that. I feel like once you get married, if I say hey, babe, you know, or we're having conversation, you should have enough conversation to know what your person likes. Right. It shouldn't have to be. And that's another thing: people don't have enough conversation. Just talk.
0: Right.
2: Hey. What do you think about this? Oh, I don't like this. Or even when you're watching a movie, pay attention to what they say. You can even ask if you want to find out what your man like in a, watching a movie. Ooh, what do you think of her hair? Right.
0: <laughs>
2: Just to see what he say. Mm-hmm. And he won't even be thinking about it. He'll be like, oh, no, that's cool. Or, no, 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 Don't do that. She look, she look terrible. From there alone, you without you without you even making the awkward conversation, you could then find out like, okay, he kinda he like that, he don't like that. Or I do believe in supporting and being the biggest cheerleader. So you should always support and compliment your person before anybody else does. Absolutely. When they coming out the house, baby, you look amazing. amazing. Yo, you look fly. Okay, oh my yeah. god! Because what happens is if you don't do it. Especially with social media, somebody else will. Mm-hmm. Now you mad because somebody else got the first heart eyes. when well you should have given the heart eyes at the house. Mm-hmm. You can't control what people post. You can't. You can't control if somebody else. Now you can you can get you can have an attitude <laughs> for how they respond. But you cannot control what people come on, and especially with the explore page and hashtags and all that. Somebody can see your man posting be like, oh, he got a beer. Oh, beer game. Oh, double tap.
0: What's an explore page? <laughs> Woo! Yeah, she don't have. Um, Candida doesn't have Candida's social media. Really Rare form. It's oh. it's pretty it's
2: pretty much like the where the. Uh, how would I put it?
0: It's like the 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 popular. Uh, Search page like when you're looking for movies, mm-hmm. and if you go to like the home page, all the popular movies okay. will pop up. Gotcha, it's like all the a, a lot of um with a lot of likes, okay. Those mm-hmm. pictures will pop up, okay. Um, okay. Speaking of social media, so one episode, Kim and Kanye had got into it a little bit because you know his newly his new faith.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: he had have you guys seen that clip when they was talking about pictures, okay? So he said. You're too revealing in your pictures right she I heard said about this, yeah. you met me like this and right. you know I do this for work and just because you're on this new journey it's ridiculous for you to think everybody should be on this new journey right what do you think about that like do you think he had a right knowing that this is how he met her and this is what well I'm not gonna say this is what she has to do this for work because she absolutely doesn't she can never put out another thing and still be filthy rich but knowing that this is how she is Mm -hmm. before his journey started do you think he has a right to now say because he is on a new journey be like listen i don't like that no more and do you or do you think she has a right to be like no i've been like this i think they
1: both have a right but um they both have to be considerate of each other right so if you're my husband and i know that you're taking this new walk then I have to be conscious of what I am doing. Or maybe say, hey, honey, I'm about to post this picture. I, I heard what you said last week. What do you think? <laughs> I took two options. Okay? Now I still got to make money. I still have to put this out. One is a little subdued. The other one is a little bit right. raunchy. Um, but then he also has to be mindful that that is what she does for work. And that is how he met her. Mm-hmm. And old habits... Um, are not easy to
2: break. Mm hmm Um.
1: That's her lifestyle.
2: I don't, I think that happened because of a, because of a lack in conversation. Mm hmm Because if he was involving her in his lifestyle change, his mentalities, his, what he's going through spiritually, what's happening. He said, you know, every time he's having a tug of war in his spirit, yo, babe, this is what I'm thinking, yo. Baby, this is what... She would understand his process. What I feel like that showed was the fact that they don't communicate. Mm -hmm. Because I felt like he steered off to the left and was having all these and conflicting this and conflicting that. And then came to this revelation and never included her until he got there. And then looked at her like, well, this is what I'm representing. You got to represent this. That's not fair.
0: Yeah.
2: That was wrong. And the reality is, is that in their case, dealing with superstars and whatnot, yes, it is very true that she could not do anything else. But the reality is, is her walking out of her house is a job. Mm -hmm. So what happens now is, if she then starts wearing full-on sheets, guess what all of her followers are going to do? Wear sheets. Mm -hmm. It's not the same. It's not the same as an average person.
0: Not to get, uh, Okay, I have a question because I thought it was it was interesting. Okay, anyways, but, but before I ask that, you, um, you. I do think that when it comes down to faith, uh, when you have a difference of faith, you just have to be, you have to be really careful because it, I don't think it was fair of him to expect her to get along the ride. Like Mm. I think it was okay that he tells her, like this is how I feel now, and I'm no longer comfortable. But I think it was unrealistic for him to think for yeah for if if he thought, okay, because now I'm on this journey, she's gonna automatically just be like, okay, what is this
1: journey though? I guess his spiritual. You say (laughs) faith? Who is he serving?
2: But okay, so so to go along. Saved by who?
1: Wait, hold on. We gotta go back to that. Jesus Christ. (laughs) But, she, her but her mom is a minister. Who? <laughs> Chris Kardashian is definitely a minister. A
2: minister where? In whose church?
1: In the Lord's house.
2: Who's Lord's house?
1: <laughs> really? Yeah.
2: What Lord's house?
1: Yes. She's to. an ordained minister.
2: At whose church? She,
1: that's her, her play. Bishop? Listen, I'm just telling you. Oh, this I don't know who is. her bishop is. Mm-hmm.
2: Who her bishop? Who her right reverend?
1: <laughs> she's a bishop. <laughs> oh, God. Kanye's her pastor. Oh, yeah. Right. No, but she's a She's a minister.
2: Okay, so I, don't know. Right, I I I don't, I don't I'm gonna have to look that up. That's that's, whew. but to <laughs> go along with that, right? I I recall like when we do the fast at church, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they they ask that you refrain from food and that if you're married, you refrain from any sexual activity, right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm not mistaken, Bishop, don't kill me if I'm wrong. But if I'm not mistaken. Bishop did say, for those of you who are married to someone who is unsaved, if they ask you for that, you tell them your standpoint, but you are not to deny them. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is because your first obligation is to your yeah, husband.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: People get that really messed up at church. Your first obligation is to your wife or your husband. Yeah. I'm fully active at the church I do X, Y, and Z, but God's willing. I when I get married, if my wife don't feel well, I'm not <laughs> coming. Don't look for me, <laughs> Tim. I'm not making it. I'm staying at home with my wife.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm staying at home. I think when I think <laughs> home when it's like a, <laughs> you're silly. Is
2: you with me. I'm staying home. I watch the live stream. That's why we're doing all of this.
1: For
0: it to look nice.
1: Streaming for drums. (laughs) But
0: you're also... Timothy, you're saying that very uh, lily-dilly now. Where you're the drummer, you do with sound, you, you not coming to church is very impactful. It's not like me not coming to church. But
1: that's why you have to find a wife that will be able to support that.
0: Yes. Which goes into... I think when you when you when there's a when it's real love and respect, you're not gonna really come into much issues because even if she doesn't feel well and she if she knows that you are a crucial unless it's like life or death, she right. can't move like we in COVID right now. Um she's not gonna if she respects she's not gonna say stay home exactly. knowing that the church needs you to be there. Well yeah, I mean I don't I don't think it's yeah. on a matter
2: of like a common cold, but I think some people I know some people where children have resented their dads, mainly their fathers, because they put ministry above family. And I know a couple gotcha. cases like that, and that's where I'm saying it's out of line. Because yeah. your family, your home needs to be taken care of first. True. You cannot function in ministry and be up there and trying to lead people and serve and put your hands on this and that and the third, and then you go home and then your family is disarray. Mm-hmm. That does not make sense to me. You have to prioritize because... The Bible is very clear on order. Some people even don't even realize that your wife comes before your children.
0: True that. But I actually think that case is more, I think women tend to be like Jesus and Like put faith above because they truly love Jesus and they think God is calling them to do all this extra before their family. I think men tend to do that. Well, not? obviously not everybody Um, but I think men tend to they're trying to escape something from home so they put more effort into, into the, the other thing not because they love Jesus so much so they're just <laughs> like let me go to church and bump my family I think women tend to be like "Um, or God is calling me like to do to this heathens, huh? so I think there's just Ooh. a difference like in emotion of, or reasoning behind it but I do agree with that family comes first so now my question, I saw this on a show. Do you think that it's more important to like the same things as your partner or to like your partner? And what I mean by that is I had a really good conversation about it. I don't want to forget, I don't want to forget the details. Is it more because if you don't like what you, the things that your partner does? then it doesn't really matter if you like your partner. I feel like it's not going to work. Because someone can be nice <laughs> and sweet, um, but say they love to smoke and party a lot. Uh-huh. So you can like them, but it's never going to work out, I don't think, if you don't like what they do. What did, oh, it was that new uh, Zoe Kravitz <clears throat> show on Hulu. Did y'all see it?
1: Mm-mm.
0: So he had said that he was like it does. He said you can, if you can like your partner, but if you don't like the same things, it's you're doomed. Well,
2: I mean, to me, it's one and the same. Liking your partner, liking what they do, what they do makes them them.
0: Not all the time, because like I just said, you can be nice and sweet, and that's something I fell in love with. But mm-hmm. I don't like that you hang out I'm every sure. night.
1: For instance, let's say I like to party all the time, and I'm like. Yo, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm out. I'm hitting the club. Mm -hmm. Or you invite me to church on Sunday. I'm like, I'm not going to church with you because she's going to the club on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And I'm not waking up on Sunday to go with you. No, this is how you met me. This is how it is.
2: So you're saying the difference between character traits and things that you actually do.
0: Mm
1: Mm-hmm. I think that you should have some things in common.
0: Yeah. I think you have to have, yeah. And mm. I think things in think common that, matter.
1: Yeah. And if it, if the things that they do, you're not used to, you have to say, hmm, can I deal with this? Or can I not deal with this? Is this going to annoy me in the long run? Or am I going to be able to say, okay, cool. She wants to go to the club. He wants to go to the club sometimes. I'm not going to the club. I just want to stay home. Is that something I could deal with? Right. Well,
0: I'm, And I agree. Well,
1: that
2: goes with... That goes back to conversation, communication. A lot of things that put us in a make-or-break scenario derive around conversation. Just talking. What What are you into? What do you do? Talking to them every day. Hey, it's a Friday night. You talk to them like usual. Hey, what you getting ready to do? Oh, me and so and so we getting ready to get up to go X, Y, and Z. You know their their routines.
0: And just to go back to the beginning about like that talking stage, and I'm gonna say females go wrong because I'm a female. Um, We'll pretend like we like that stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, just to like so we can seem like the cool girl or Mm -hmm. to get you to like us more. more. And then (laughs) later on, it's like a big issue like but yeah. it's like nothing changed about the person. Right. It's just like you decided now you want to say that you don't like yeah, it. Yeah, you want to say that well I you think don't that's like I it.
2: think that's very unfair
1: and selfish.
2: I think it's very unfair yeah. and selfish. I think you need to be upfront upfront when you first start and be able to be honest enough because this is why people spend a year with somebody not knowing if you want to get married. That's ridiculous. You should know after six months if you want to be married. Now, the question being is, after six months, when can you do that? But after six months, both parties should know, we're going to get married. Right. We need to figure out financially how we're going to do this, what kind of ring you like, how much is it going to cost me, are we doing a big <clears throat> wedding, are we doing a small wedding? After six months, that's the conversation you should be having. Now, there are some people who just like to just wing it. Because marriage, I I've seen it now where more people are wanting to be married and they like the idea of marriage and family. Sadly to say, a a percentage of those people are doing it because of social media.
0: They want the wedding, not necessarily the marriage, the marriage. excuse
2: me. <clears throat> so, I think you know when you come when you come to it Available when both parties are available, mm-hmm. when both parties are willing to be vulnerable mm-hmm. up front because mm-hmm. people are afraid and what they do is they they inch along and now you going three inches took us four months because you <laughs> didn't want to be open and vulnerable.
1: But yet, so I think that they should be honest about the process. Right. And have those hard discussions. Right. Ask those hard questions so, because that's only going to make you... Closer, and then the person gets to understand where you stand
0: and what you want exactly. Mm. Yeah, I told Carl our first date that I wasn't dating for years, and we actually we went to go look at rings. Of I think like three months until us dating, Ooh. we went to go look at rings. Go, Carl! <laughs> right? You're my man. <laughs> well, his, he had said it doesn't make sense. He said we might as well look at rings now because why would we go look at rings? when I'm closer to telling you, like closer to actually doing it, because then you know it's coming. So you said, let's just look at myself. I agree.
2: That's smart. That's wise. Wise.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo-woo. Woo-woo. But I agree too. I think that, especially at a certain age, it only takes a few months to know like... You know on the first date. You think so? Yeah. First conversation,
1: hey.
2: <laughs> but that's only if really like you're him. being honest and open. Mm-hmm. That's always the key factor. Because people, people get this honeymoon <laughs> phase thing completely messed up. Yeah, your honeymoon phase. People say, "I want the honeymoon phase to last forever." That only happens when you're open honest. and honest. Yeah, and then your honeymoon phase is that person. Right.
1: Yeah. Aww, right. that is a good
0: caption. It's so good, honey. How can I say, "Honey"? I'm gonna write that down. Yes. <laughs> They're
1: whispering about should they
0: say, "Honey." Yes.
2: <laughs> So, <laughs> that, um, that is a big thing. You know, people will be like, oh, they fell off or they wasn't doing what they was used to doing. It's because that wasn't really them. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If, mm. if you want the good morning text, let that be part of what the person is. Some people honestly don't really want a good morning text every morning. But because so-and-so did it, you think that that says that the person cares. And it doesn't
1: always. So let's go to that because sometimes you get stuck into what the last person did and right. then you're expecting it from the, the next person. Which is unfair. It is. So I would say that when you're taking a journey into a new relationship, that you should really study that person, the new person, forget everything that was before and really get into the, um, what is the now? flow
0: of what is now. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And I think that goes into just how do you need to be loved? Because you gotta them. know how you wanna be loved. The A lot love of people languages. don't know
1: how they want to be loved. The love languages. That's true. And if you don't know how you wanna love, if you don't know how you wanna be loved, how can you correctly love someone else? Yes.
0: So, you gotta know how you wanna be loved. Do and you know reason? how you wanna
1: be loved? I do. You do? Mm hmm.
0: Like, you can, if right now you can
1: tell you explain. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Time words of affirmation, and physical
0: touch. Wow, right off the bat.
2: Woo, woo. Timothy,
0: what is your love language?
2: <laughs> um, definitely words of affirmation, physical touch, and because I travel so much, I have learned the importance of time.
0: What was your first one?
2: Words because of affirmation.
0: Words of affirmation, physical mm-hmm. touch, and time. Yeah. But I'm also a gift giver. May not be big gifts, but if I mm-hmm. hear you, I'm gonna say, "Hey, look
2: what I got." Okay. I don't remember what mine's are. But I think oh, I because you know me and well, I'm giving this name Jonathan. Me and Jonathan were talking, and we he was saying like at one point in his life, his list was different.
0: Mm-hmm. and yeah.
2: as he matured mm-hmm. his list changed Yeah. so I think what what you were looking for with one person that's why I think it's key like you said to kind of do away with what was because what you might have wanted and how you wanted it with that person is different now when you're older yeah. and when you're with another person what I realize is a lot of people have spent their 20s with a person, my
1: god,
2: a lot, a lot of people have, and when you look back, he's like, Oh, shoot, I've been I with that for a little grip, my god, you know. And all of those years, you spend figuring out your do's and don'ts,
1: right? Mm-hmm.
2: Now, when you get <coughs> 30s, thank you, Jesus, for a good 31, when you get to that point, it's like, <laughs> I don't really care for the foolishness, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't figured out everything I don't want and I don't like. So I don't need six months before I can tell you that this ain't gonna work.
1: You know, before this conversation, I really didn't understand what you were saying when you said that. But now I have a clear understanding. Yes. Now I have I'm a getting clear understanding. understandings in
0: here. Right. Okay. Now what what, 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 what was the sticky sessions. note?
2: What was the sticky note? You listen to understand, not to respond. Deep <laughs> hashtag Candida. <laughs>
0: That is my sticky note. That's why more than anything, I'm like, God, I need you. Like it has to be, God needs to tell me this is my husband. Because there, it's like, I'm going to have Carl and I'm going to have Carl 2.0 when he's 40 or 45. And I have to be willing to love Carl and then the Carl 2.0. Because he's going to maybe want to be loved differently. Differently. Right. Right. And so, I think that's a lot of marriages fail in that part because they was only wanting the first person Uh and they wasn't willing, you know... To
2: grow with a person.
0: To grow with them.
2: But so many people disconnect. So many people disconnect. It's, It's not even funny. Like, I saw grandma and grandpa and we was in the house talking and, you know, they... I don't know if you ever told your podcast, but we have a very large family. Nine kids and... They was in the house talking. We were having a discussion and Grandpa started talking and Grandma interrupted him. And she said, oh, I'm sorry, baby. And she proceeded to say what she said. I realized how many older couples don't have that verbiage. Mm -hmm. Just a kind word of baby, sweetie, honey. All of that. They don't have. Hey, John, what you want to eat? That's the verbiage. And it's because they haven't grown together Understanding where they are in life at a certain point, of trying to develop a new level of love and and care and compassion for each other. Mm -hmm. So I don't ever want to be complacent in love. Mm -hmm. Or this is just you know what we doing because we married. Mm -hmm. We especially in church, and I brought this up before. Uh, In a meeting, and I said, "Yo, like I don't see no married people at our church feel like they in love. Mm -hmm. Y'all hold hands. Y'all sit next to each other. (laughs) Y'all smooch. God created marriage. Why is it so wrong to see
1: love? But that's the new norm. Not my norm. Not my
2: norm either.
1: The devil. But that's the new norm. Of not showing, mm-hmm. not showing love in a marriage, not having successful marriages, hiding your hurt, hiding your uncomfortability, that's mm-hmm. the new norm, and I don't want a marriage like that. I've seen too many failed. I've seen too many people that just stay because I don't know why they stay, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't want that. Well, that's I want normal. real love. That real, like I got you, love
2: the what's what's the name? What's the name? Uh, uh, What's the name? Uh, Aquaman, his wife.
0: I was going to say Queen and Slim, which in theory, okay, the Queen and Slim Slim. type of Mm -hmm. love, but I'm like, I just didn't like how, (laughs) like, y'all just met in the diner, and now I'm going to die for you.
1: Yeah, I don't want that love. No, no. Hold not on. to
0: get sidetracked, but it's just well, like yeah, we and they hated each other in the diner. So yeah,
1: I don't but they
0: had one cool dance together, I think. And then I never seen the movie. So oh, I you didn't? It. No, it it was so popular, but I think the storyline it was it a little trash. fragmented. I didn't like fragmented parts. Um, we could
1: watch
0: it. Whatever.
2: Uh, you don't watch it? Yeah, cause I, I never seen it. Okay. Uh, like it. So I, I mean, I, I think people just aren't genuine with their hearts anymore. At all. A lot of people just want to be with somebody because they don't want to be alone.
0: Mm. Yes. That's Say how you end up. Say with a little louder.
2: People who mm-hmm. just want to be with people because mm-hmm. they don't want to be alone. Yeah. And people don't learn how to enjoy themselves alone because a lot of people don't like themselves.
0: Mm.
2: So you need somebody else to pair with to validate who you are as a person. And it's very. Unfitting. That's how you get people who are together for 13 years and you married by common law. Mm-hmm. How? How are you okay with. You never. Y'all live together. Mm-hmm. Y'all got kids together. Y'all share all your bills. Y'all share money. But y'all can't say I do. And some people. Some people try to go super deep in, you know, I don't need a title. I don't need a title to say that I love you. If you love the person. What's the problem?
0: Yeah.
2: What's the problem? What it is, is not not obligating yourself to say, and I'm with this to the end, gives you an out. You can always pick up and go, when you married, where are we going? Mm-hmm. You mad? Oh, you going to your mother's house? Do she got an extra time for me? Because <laughs> we both going.
1: Exactly.
2: Oh, I'm not, oh, oh, wait, wait, you going for a drive? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll sit in the back. Be the Uber driver. Because too okay, many people... Okay, now. I don't
1: know.
2: No, give me a second. Let me walk with it. Let me walk with <laughs> okay, it. Okay, I'm
1: sorry. Because what
2: happens is too many people walk out yeah. on problem solving. Mm-hmm. And you just keep walking.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: when you come back to it, you just graze over it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And you don't fix. You don't talk. You don't express. You just... You want some food?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. that
2: you want some food is a relationship killer
0: because
2: uh-huh. that will that will graze over so much, and then what happens is one party is so accustomed to the fight that you get so tired, mm-hmm. so now nothing is a conversation, everything is a fight
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: the true. moment, hey, baby, listen, what you did, I didn't really like that, like that hurt my feelings uh-huh. in my older age, I've learned how to say things. Children, the interaction with children I find to be so powerful. Mm -hmm. Telling someone you hurt my feelings sounds childish to another adult. Mm -hmm. Hey, I just want to let you know you hurt my feelings. You sound like a kid. But it's a very profound, vulnerable statement. Mm -hmm. Or, like you said, going back to um, asking somebody out. When you was a kid, see, nowadays it's so much gray area. When you was a kid, you wrote the note. Mm-hmm. Do you like me? Yes or no?
0: Right.
2: You wrote yes? Cool. We're gonna see how to go for a week. Do you <laughs> wanna be my girlfriend? Check yes or no. After they check yes and you got the no back, next period you was holding hands. You was holding it wasn't no guess. You weren't guessing. That's my girl, y'all. Nowadays, you don't ask. mm mm-hmm. G- because I finally binge watched the the, the lovers Blind thing. Because you told me to and I missed the podcast. Right. But, if you... Guys. Only two of them, when they saw the woman, got on one knee and, and proposed. Only oh,
0: two? Formally. Oh, they did? Who? I know Cameron was one of Cameron them. Cameron and... And the other guy. And, uh, the black dude. No. He, 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 he did. He didn't propose to Diamond.
2: He did. He got on one knee. It was three of them. And then the young boy.
1: Oh, the twenty four year old. Mark. Yes.
2: I liked him. Shorty, you real messed up for that. I know I know you ain't probably Jessica. Going Don't hit it, like Jessica. But you you filed. But they were the only ones who really came back and formally said, Will you marry me?
0: hmm
2: Now, a lot of people kind of saw them like, Oh, I want a cameron. But how many of y'all are willing to compromise as much as she did? To compromise be able- with what? She compromised, remember her biggest thing was, I'm pro-black.
0: I'm pro-black,
2: I'm big black. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She compromised a whole whole cultural status because she said, I feel like this man is going to treat me X, Y, and Z. A lot of people aren't willing to compromise. There's a difference between compromising and then changing character traits. You shouldn't be trying to change the person that you're with. You should be trying to better the person that you are. So if you feel like you find yourself changing them, that's not the person for you. Mm -hmm. Because they're perfect just the way they are for somebody else. You sitting through it and trying to change them is messing up the perfect person for somebody else. Don't try to change people. Yeah, If you find that there's compromises or when you have conversation and it's like, hey, listen... I like you and the person's like, oh, like I know for me, right? There are areas that I want to grow in. Mm -hmm. So when I'm talking to my woman and she's like, oh, we could do that different. We could do that different. Right. That's me acknowledging that there's an area I need to grow in. Mm -hmm. And she wants me to be better. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Not she's trying to change who I am. Verbiage is also a key
1: in that as well. Very key. (laughs) Was <laughs> it cat?
2: So I think not enough. Oh wow, freaking me out. So you know, not enough people acknowledge those things, and they overshadow it. Yeah. So they don't. A lot of times, it's just sit down at the table and have the conversation. Talk. Learn how to talk to somebody. Social media has made it so difficult for people to learn how to sit down and talk.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Talk. Have a conversation. Figure out what makes them tick.
1: Without phones.
2: Without phones.
1: No distractions. Just sit down and talk.
2: And talk. Hey, what is it? I hate seeing a group of people and everybody's on their phone. And y'all at the table together. Y'all ain't got nothing to talk about. Y'all ain't got nothing to laugh about.
0: (laughs) I also think it's just... um, I think it's unfair... Like I said, I'm going to keep using as a woman, as an example. But if a a woman will, during the dating and fiance phase, putting up with something the way the person is because, I don't know, I guess because they want to be married so bad. Mm -hmm. And then allowing that to be an issue once you get married. So, for example, he's not romantic enough. If he wasn't romantic when you guys were dating and that was your fiance, I think it's unfair of you to now be like, well, we're married, so you need to be so you need to be romantic now. Because that's not how I don't think marriage is like a once you say I do some magical switch then now the person is going to be everything that you that you want. Right? So I think a lot of issues comes with that, too, that the person is expect like, OK, I've dealt with it for this long. So now <laughs> now we're married. All of a sudden you need to be those things. You knew I wasn't that. Right. So I don't because people will be like, OK, well, now it's the other if your 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 husband or your wife is unhappy with that now. Is your responsibility do you think it is their responsibility to now change if they were already like that and did not give any indication they did not say once we're married i'm going to change they didn't say that because then that's a totally different conversation which i still think is silly for the person to go into it because you can't you shouldn't really go off words but just say for the sake of this conversation they never said once we get married i'm going to change you just they they weren't romantic or they weren't attentive or caring or talkative whatever it is They weren't like that when you guys were dating and fiancé. So, do you think they now have a responsibility when they're married because they see their partner's upset? Or do you think their partner, the one who has an issue, just needs to get over it? Get over it. Because you already married the person.
1: They were truthful in showing you who they are. Yeah. So, forced love is never good love. Right. Nobody would know forced love.
0: That was good.
2: But... So here's the controversial right. part of this conversation.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Disclaimer we are Christians. We believe that you are not supposed to have sex before marriage. But, true, true. with that same example, mm-hmm. say now you refrain from having sex before marriage. Okay. And then you get married.
0: Okay.
2: Trash. And they're trash,
0: <laughs> and they
2: say now. Now it's one thing. You cannot be someone's particular taste, right? And they tell you you have a healthy conversation. Hey, babe, ah, 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 ah woo woo, right? Is it their responsibility now to try and be that?
1: Not but trash.
2: What you're claiming you miss?
1: I mean, you've always had classes for that.
0: You, is it... Okay, what's your question? Is it... What?
2: If, say, say a person is more reserved. Conservative.
0: Okay. Right? Conservative and, or low desire? That's the actual term, like, sexual term.
2: Let's say conservative. Right? Say a person is more conservative. Okay. Right? But you've never gone there because, you know, um, you don't... You know, that's not what y'all were doing. Y'all chose to... Uh, sustain until marriage mm-hmm. but they're a conservative person in that regard right then you get married and it's like okay here we go <laughs> and they're like no i, I don't i don't want to do that
0: mm-hmm. because they're low because they they're not they're not desiring it or because they they're nervous about having sex because it's a difference between being low desire meaning mm. that's a person who uh just doesn't desire sex that much and it has nothing to do with their attraction towards the person. Yeah. Mm. They're just their sexual drive is just super low. Or are you saying conservative like we're doing this one position only at yes. home, lights off, they're right. just they're like that but the other person is what
2: freaky? More spontaneous, you know, let's keep the spice alive. <laughs> but then the other person's like, "No, I like we have to be in the room and the lights have to be off and the covers have to be on. And that's the only way I feel comfortable. Or that's the only way I want to. Is it on them now to have to say, you know, well, you got to change?
0: Well, that goes into, it's because, and it's because I listen to other podcasts and a sexual, it's not called sexual doctor. That's not the right term, but a therapist who deals with sex things. She was saying that usually when a a woman is, um, or when a person is um, not into sex as much, it's usually because they have certain things that they've experienced that Mm -hmm. makes them that way. Mm -hmm. Um, She said usually it's like a trust thing. Um, or just a different experience in their life that makes them act that way. Mm -hmm. Whatever way they're acting, it's because of an experience. And she said, then the partner comes in who's the opposite of them, and it's your job to build up those other things to make the person more comfortable to do that.
2: Okay, so that's a logical standpoint, but now what happens if it's the low desire thing?
0: That you're just not into it as Mm -hmm. much? Did did y'all have this conversation before before marriage or no, y'all didn't talk about it? Good point.
2: Give both scenarios. One scenario, we talked about it and they got everything else.
1: But if you talk about it, then, you, then you have, you're like a step ahead because then you know.
2: But then now, if you talked about it, is it the person that asked the question to say, listen, I got to deal with this because they did tell me. They really don't want to? Or is it the other person? But and the reason why I'm... Sorry. The reason why... I'm sorry. The reason why I'm asking is not from a physical perspective. It's from an emotional one.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
2: not about just talking about hunching and that's what the focal point is. But one of the leading causes of divorce is sex and money. I wrote so, wrote in the paper.
1: Hmm? I wrote that in the paper.
2: So... My thing now is, it's not about just the physical. I'm not bringing it up from a physical perspective. But now, if you can't engage with them on a level playing field to feel like. Because now you're obligating yourself to this person for the rest of your lives. Mm-hmm. I'm not cheating. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not watching. I, you, it. You, you, all I got. You, my whole. So I'm trying to now engage with you in the highest level of intimacy that I can possibly find physically, and I can't connect with you.
0: Mm -hmm. I think that um, if you had the conversation beforehand, before marriage, and you knew that your partner is low desire and you're high desire, then... I think from from the time you know you should be taking steps like I said to see like a sexual therapist or whatever mm-hmm. taking the steps to be like okay well how we how can we meet in the middle type mm-hmm. of thing um I think that you also need to be understanding I don't think it's fair to be like well this is how I am mm-hmm. and I don't care how you are
2: right
0: and that just goes into like a respect thing like even if I'm low desire and my partner's high desire I want them to be, or at least you should, you want them to be happy and pleased. Right. So if you really love them and you respect them, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of times like you're having sex and you don't really feel like it. Right.
2: <laughs> right. No, that's true. So that's I, true. Think it,
0: I think it's just both responsibilities. One, it's the person who's high desire, I think it's their responsibility to be like, well, why are you low desire? What does it take? Maybe they take like a ton of foreplay or just like a ton of like, I got to shrewd this person. Like, I got to really date them, take them out right. to they get them the in the mood. Semaine. Like, don't, don't be like, I don't need to do no extra work. You just need to be into it. No, right. you got to put in the steps too to yeah. get them to that point. And, but the other person has to also be like, I'm going to make the effort right. to be into it. Yeah. Right. Because, <laughs> I mean,
2: ultimately, and I say this again, to go back to the same point, is about communication. Right. It's all about the conversation. You have the conversation to be able to open up and what I realize in life and in this journey in dating and, and the road to marriage is that communication is a huge make or break.
1: Yeah.
2: Just talking it out. Even if you want even if you're refraining from it until marriage, you still need to have a conversation because a lot of times we were told, Don't speak on it. You have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if not then you're gonna get to the you're gonna get to the altar with all this other stuff in play, not realizing how big of a factor that is for you.
0: Because
2: mm-hmm. then you find yourself, your eyes yeah, start wandering. Mm-hmm.
0: Then
2: you find yourself watching TV. Oh, they so handsome. <laughs> oh, he watching the football game. Oh, you oh you see that they, they little they little tight things that they wear. What's that <laughs> called, baby? That's where you start to get those that's things true. in the play. So
1: true. And
2: that's a problem. So I just think. The communication to be able to say what it is and what it's not. Mm -hmm. You don't have to dwell on it because everybody's threshold is different. But at least to have an understanding that this is where the person is will allow for a better playing field in love. Mm -hmm. Because that is a factor.
0: Right.
2: People who try to say it's not a factor. What, sex? Yeah. Well, I would say more so intimacy than just sex
1: hmm intimacy yeah, intimacy
2: and sex are two different yeah. things. Yeah. So, and some mm-hmm. people get that misunderstood because some people are having sex and some people is. feel like they're making love.
1: Yeah. So
2: true. So now you're on two different sides of the spectrum. So by the time y'all done, and this goes back to what you were saying about how you know, can a woman uh do what a man does. hmm Because you fall into that mode of I'm going to stick with this or I'm going to deal with him because I feel like it'll get better later. So mm-hmm. now you lay down with him and you feel like
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'm making love. Girl, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. He looked me in my eyes.
1: Mm-hmm. So true. And he just mm-hmm. got up and
2: went about his way.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And there comes a disconnect and how that's how hurt people become hurt people. Mm-hmm. And a, you really get a broken heart and then you resent love. And mm-hmm. what it means to really try. And then that's where I can see where a person becomes low desire. This person broke my heart using this tool. So mm-hmm. now I can't use that tool. I don't like that tool. That, that tool doesn't sense. make me feel good anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was deep. That's a breakthrough for yeah. somebody. That makes Go sense. Go ahead, uh,
1: Therapist Walker.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. You can, you can. Someone's delete us. just good stuff. You guys, this is such a good conversation.
2: Well, this is a great conversation. Next time I have food.
0: I, I had food, but I think the chicken was um, old. So I literally, I literally cooked it and just threw it away.
2: Give a health fact. How long do you feel like it's a good length to have unthawed chicken?
0: Honestly, only a couple days. I think because I had it in there for like a week and it just smells weird. Like and I don't know if it was bacteria in, group, Yeah. Right? So COVID yeah. all in the air. So yeah. I just think it's best. Two days that you should be. was
2: fact that. number two. Yeah, okay. welcome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just a couple days. Alright, you guys. This was such an awesome conversation. Thank you so much it's for tough. tuning in.
2: <laughs> we'll be back so, next week.
0: Inquiring minds wanna know. Is this a friendship? <laughs> Are you guys dating? Are you in the talking stage? Are we recording? <laughs> <laughs> what level are we guys at i'm gonna let you answer wow you better what? answer correctly well, what the... well,
2: we are we... dating okay you're dating
0: we are dating. dating which is different from courting yes yes okay so you're dating we well, you have to tell me what courting is what is courting I've never used that terminology before. Um, so courting is like with the very clear intention that I am trying to marry you, if I'm correct. Oh. Well, actually, according to, well, I don't know, according to like when we've had dating uh, panels at our church, Christians don't, this is according to the conversation that was had, Christians don't date, we court. And they say that because dating they explained it that dating is the world's way of messing around kind of like just to put it in easy terms because when you're dating (laughs) it's just like you're giving so much of yourself Mm -hmm. to random people like to multiple people and courting is more of i am in a place that i can get married and i'm meeting someone with the intention of getting married. Well, I mean,
2: at this point in life, I'm not going around dating because I just feel like, you know, kind of been there, done that.
0: Well, from what I heard, I think you guys are courting, but I'm just going to let you guys say you're dating. Yeah, well, no, um, I mean, if you want to use thing. that
2: definition, yes, you would say yes, we're courting. Dating is just not, like I said, just, No. According to that definition. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. This was cool. (laughs) Thanks so much. I appreciate you guys coming. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Be well. Stay indoors. Six feet away. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.